things, things, do all the things. I'm Kier. I'm Haley. And I'm Jay from Gallifrey Public Radio. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the one you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Anthony, you need to get laid. Willie. I don't need boobs to like a movie. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, Ha ha ha, welcome to die! If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, we're back for another brand new episode, but... Because the internet gods hate us, there's still only three out of the four of us here. One day. One it, day. It's that dirty, dirty Mac that Willie's using. It's contaminated. It don't like ATGN. Apple's parental filters have kicked in. It's like, they cuss way too effing <laughs> much. We can't let him on here. To that be computer's going to explode then. To be fair, I almost didn't make it on because Comcast hates me. So we've got that you, too. You can't say that because when I said that last time, then my internet dropped. So you're tempting the internet gods and fate. By internet saying that Comcast gods, hates no. you. And we do know the internet gods are hateful, spiteful sons of bitches. They yes. really are. They and really, I almost didn't really make are. it, but not because of technology, but because of divorce anniversary and bachelor parties. Yeah, how, how are you feeling right now, Anthony? If anyone was following him on Twitter last night, at Anthony Bachman, it was, it was quite the <laughs> tale, I'm told. I, I, was a, I was a little drunk. There, there were strippers. I got some yeah. tweet to the effect of that the, it was not a strip club you were at, but sadly a fake bikini bar or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Idaho doesn't actually have strip clubs, which pisses me off. We have bikini bars that you can drink in. So, well, yeah. That's the rule of in, in Illinois is that if they serve alcohol, it's a bikini bar. If they don't serve alcohol, it's a full nude strip club. Oh, That's so why can, I like going you, to the Admiral in Ravenport. But you can BYOB. So, yeah. there's that. You just drink in the train on the way down. And get nice and toasted by the time you got there. That's true. <laughs> I still don't understand. Okay, so so as somebody who frequented a strip club as of recent, what's the point of them? Um, blue balls. Pretty much. To have boobs rubbed in your face. Have somebody cute sit in your lap and tell you you look pretty. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. They don't really <laughs> do much for me. The only thing that I find entertaining is at least the one here in town is a former seat. Well, one of them is a former seafood restaurant called the back Bay that is now called the blue parrot. That is basically a giant middle finger to the city because they tried to zone it. So they couldn't put it in and they beat them before the zoning laws came in. And yes, the <laughs> seafood jokes write themselves about the blue parrot. I do realize. I was going to say, does it does it smell like fish tacos? It, the smell stayed the same after it got acquired, evidently. But uh, now it's fish tacos and cotton candy body spray. <laughs> so, so one of my friends, real good friends, when we were in college, <laughs> she worked at uh, when it was a seafood restaurant before that closed. It reopened as a strip club. But now the best thing to do is be like, lie, be like, oh yeah, you worked at Blue Parrot. How was that? And she just gives you this dirty look and goes, no, it was the back bay then. And we're like, no, 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 no. you just had to get that extra money. So we're so, wait, like you worked that. at the back door bay. What? Yeah. 
I was going to say, Backpage just kind of writes itself right there, too. Yeah, I mean, there's even there's many jokes to be written. And that place was BYOB for a long time. I don't know because I frequented it, but because that's the way I drive to get out of town. And you can always see their billboard up, well, not billboard, their light board or whatever underneath there that says, hey, it's BYOB night or it's two-for-one lap dance night and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't think I want a two-for-one lap dance if you have to sell them like that. Well, that's... <laughs> That's uh, Polecats out here. They advertise on their big billboards like uh, $10 lap dance Tuesdays. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't think know that's about something this. you want you <laughs> you to advertise. Everybody likes a deal. I mean, I guess it is a deal, I suppose. But is it really a deal when it's all said and done? It's like going yeah. to the strip club at 7 in the morning. It's probably not yeah. a good idea. You can probably get deals because there's no one else there, but... Depends on if they have a good buffet. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll have to defer to others here. My, I can count on one hand the number of times I've been to a strip club, and most of those were for bachelor parties. Yeah. Um, I've been the female who the guys bring to strip clubs because if you bring a girl to a strip club with you, you tend to get more attention. So that's how I've been yep. to strip clubs. I could see so, that. That's me. I'm that girl because I just don't care, and I'm like, look, it's boobs. I yeah. have those. Uh, it's boobs. I can see them on free for free on the <laughs> internet, though. But whatever. I could just look down and see them. There they are. Okay, that, yeah, that's also a valid point. Boobs on the internet don't get pushed in your face. Yeah, but is it really that great when you're paying for them? I really didn't pay for anything last night, so it was, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. Okay, so perhaps not. My buddy's idea was he's getting married, but he's not really like a huge into strippers, so he just kept telling everybody that I was the bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> We had fun. So you're saying you had a good wingman. Well, we're glad you survived. Yeah. We're glad that you seem relatively unhungover. Somewhat alive. Somewhat alive. <laughs> so we will try not to I'm scream actually, and yell profanity. I'm, I'm actually not feeling too bad. I had a lot of water last night, and I took aspirin before I went to bed. So I'm doing okay. And I'm glad we were able to spend the first six and a half minutes of the show talking about strip clubs this morning. I'm sure it's going to do great things for our SEO. <laughs> Well, you know, because you know, I'm going to put something to the effect of strip clubs in the show notes just to see what happens. Oh, hell yeah. Obviously. I mean, if you don't, you're doing it wrong. I mean, let's be honest. We did realize the last time we entitled a show of something that had like boobs in the title, we had like double the hits that week. Now they only stuck around for like two minutes, but (laughs) a download's a download. All right. Exactly. Link. I was going to ask you in the pre-show, but we could just use it as advertisement here. Are we on the Google podcast stuff now? I'm glad you brought that up. So real quick, we are starting the show. Welcome to All Things Good and Nerdy, recorded live Sunday, April 24th, 2016. You've got myself, Chris. You've got Naki. Hi. And Anthony. Hello. So next time, I'll try not to do the introduction seven minutes into the show. But uh, Google Play Mm -hmm. Podcasts went live. I want to say Monday is what it was. Unofficially, it got leaked like on Thursday a week before we knew it was coming. But Google Play Podcasts is in effect now. I have messed with it on both my desktop computer and on my cell phone because it finally updated. It's interesting. I mean, I don't think it's going to be world beating or anything. What I do like is I was listening to an episode of Game Life Balance on my cell phone while I was at the store yesterday, and I came in, and I pushed play on it on my desktop, and it automatically synced to where I'd left off on my phone. So that was pretty cool. So basically Google's just aggregating whatever podcasts are like done on hangouts or what are they doing? No. So uh, Google, if 
so for those of you guys that are podcasters and haven't heard about Google Play Podcast, what they're doing is they've pretty much built a portal where you can go and submit your RSS feed to be listed in their store. They've basically made their own version of iTunes for podcasts is basically what nice. they've done. And, and not everyone you'll see on iTunes is on Google Play yet because they're not scraping from iTunes. It's on the hosts to go and say, hey, here's my RSS feed. I want to be in Google Play Podcasts. So can you find ATGN on Google Play Podcasts? The day Google Play Podcast was announced, probably like three, four months ago or whenever it was, I submitted the RSS feed for all things good and nerdy. We are available on the Google Play Store. I will see if I can bring it up. Oh, shit. In fact, many of the Gunna Geek Network podcasts are available on Google Play Podcast. I would encourage you guys, go mess around, click on it. I have not tried it on iOS yet. I do have Google Play Music on my iPad, but as you can see, here is all things good and nerdy on Google Play Podcasts. Sweet. I knew we were. I got the email, but I wanted to put it out there. <laughs> oh, excellent. And I believe I'm happy are... to see it because I didn't see an email, so I didn't know about none of this. Yes. <laughs> and right now, if you go and search for the Gun and Geek Network, you're getting some shows. It's not categorizing appropriately off the author tag for some reason, because for instance, you can see Legends of Shield has the artist as Stargate Pioneer versus the Gun and Geek Network. So there's some SP. There's I some hiccups. You can see if you search Gun and Geek Network, the first four shows that show up though are Legends of Shield, ATGN, Crimson Comet, and uh, some hack show called Nerd Alert News. I mean, that guy, Chris Farrell, Farrell, I, I don't know. I don't know about him, man. I don't he either. Seem, <laughs> he seems like a troublemaker. So what's going to be interesting about the uh, Google Play podcast is if you go to the podcast portal where you submit your RSS feed, they say, we're going to have statistics available for you on either the 26th or 27th of April. So I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see what the download numbers are that come through Google Play and how that spikes things. I don't really see it being a huge new world-breaking thing because everyone who's on Android has already found their podcatchers because there wasn't one baked into Android OS. Well, I was actually looking for a new one because I use Podbay. But the problem with Podbay is it's not completely updated, I guess is what I want to put it as. It's just like it works, but it's very slow to update and I don't always get my shows like on time. So... Like, I was looking for a new one, and then they they had announced this one, so I was like, I'll just wait for the Google podcast to come out. So now I'm going to try this out this week, now that it's live. Yeah, so I haven't messed with it much. There is a subscription tool built into Google Play Podcasts, or into the Google Play Music Podcast, whatever the hell they're calling it. But I don't know if it downloads, like, on your Wi-Fi and caches them, or if the sh- you're subscribed to things, it shows up in a playlist, you push play, and it starts pulling down off the internet. So if you don't have a lot of data... I don't know what the impact is for using Google Play Podcasts. That's kind of why I've stuck with a podcast. I mean, I have unlimited data. I don't care that much. But I've stuck with a podcatcher that just updates every morning at 5 a.m. on my phone. See, that's the thing is that I don't have unlimited data, so I do have to worry about that. But if it's just a streaming service, that's fine. Um, I imagine I, can... it, I imagine they're streaming it. I don't know. But if you're going to sit there and listen to like two or three full podcasts in a row, that's depending on the length of the podcast. You could be talking 50 to 60 megs an episode. Well, that because I, I would imagine it more like how you do with Spotify, because I use Spotify almost every morning mm-hmm. on my way to work because I need music in the morning and then I listen to podcasts on the way home. And um, it barely uses any okay. any of my data. So if, it, if it's if they do it of that similarity, then it wouldn't be a problem. So my guess is it's going to be very similar to Stitcher is what you're seeing is where they basically uh, 
captive they capture the feed and then they rebroadcast it and things like that you can go through them to get statistics for how well you do i don't know this for a fact they haven't officially put any statistics out but it'll be interesting to see i do know there were a lot of hiccups going on this week because i see suncast in the chat room now he actually couldn't get into the podcast portal for at least one evening because he was having issues getting in and i do know that mm. some folks were not getting the app updates very quickly so they would try and find podcasts in the google play store and be like there's none of this shows up because it took a while for them to update the app it went to, to look and pc see if mine first updated. so if it did oh. update you will have a new icon for google play music instead of the headphones it'll be like a triangular shaped play icon that's... oh yeah because they're changing everything to match that one oh, yep, design right yeah so you could see it because i have a bunch oh. of yep Naki has the play apps, music the new right one there. Yep. yep, mine's changed too. So I would encourage you guys, give that a try if you've been looking for a podcatcher on Android or you're dissatisfied with what you currently have. And I will say they do not pay me anything like that. I have been a very happy customer with Beyond Pod for the last two years, mostly because it's pretty easy, has Chromecast support and downloads things in the background and allows you to download podcasts hidden behind a pass uh, login and password screen because there are a couple premium podcasts I listen to that I pay for once a month. Nice. I'm, I'll be wondering. I'll have to check it out and do some of like the Gunna Geek ones on my phone and try them at work to see if um, T-Mobile has it to where the streaming services don't count against your data plan now. So if it oh, counts really as cool. streaming for so, the podcast, that would be really cool. I then. believe one of their caveats in that was the Google Play Music, and this is part of Google Play Music. That being said, you might want to check with T-Mobile before you rack up a huge uh, streaming bill on them. Oh, no, mine's the whole use however many gig, and then after that, the service just drops down. Okay. So I get slower, but I don't pay more. So yeah, get, it'll, be, it'll be worth trying just to see. I set it up with my company that um, I get a text and a notification and all this other stuff. If I get close to, because I have four gigs of data, so and I barely, like, I rarely ever get even that close. But, like, last month, because uh, between C2E2 and a new job and learning how to get to work and stuff like that, um, I got to three. And I, that's when I start getting texts, like, hey, you're getting close. It's right. Like, okay. So but. I see Suncast in the chat room and said, I have the new app, but I can't find any podcasts. And I don't know if you guys have tried. What I did, basically, is I'll hold up my phone. I don't know how it'll work. I searched Nerd Alert News because it was in my history. It's not what shows up first, but as I scroll down, I can see it in a separate in podcast, podcast section. Category. So they're, they're doing it as a separate category in there. And I don't know what the hangups or anything weird are on that as to why it might not be showing up. Yeah, and if it's brand new, it's they're going to have trouble with the search abilities and stuff as everything's being inputted into the system. So it's going to be buggy for that first couple of weeks. Stuff like that always is. Yeah, I mean they they've had all of ever they've had most people's RSS feeds forever. There are some people that were trying to now submit their feeds to Google Play Music now that's gone live and it's been taking days for it to get processed. When we did this original submission when it was first announced, it was done like in less than a day. We got an email that said, "Hey, your podcast is ready to go." And it was easy. And from a producer standpoint, it's kind of nice. You can go into their portal and be like, ooh, I need to change what my RSS feed is and update your RSS feed for where your podcast comes from and things like that. Very easy to do. We'll I see mean, how also, much it pays off. I was going to say, there's also that there's a lot of them that are like us where we have more than over two, we have over 200 podcasts now. So you still got to give them time to update all of that too. I mean, that's a lot of data to input. Yeah, if they're back cataloging <laughs> all of them. It'll be interesting to try, yeah, because I just do I do everything through iTunes. I still have my MP3 player, and I just listen to everything on my iPod. 
See, I've been a cell phone convert since I got an iPhone, basically, because it was easy to just use the app and then plug it into my car stereo. I used an old tape adapter in my old Taurus that I drove, and then recently my last two cars have had Bluetooth in it, and it just play via Bluetooth, and it's been super convenient. <laughs> okay, can well, we talk about how just super convenient Bluetooth is in the car? Because I use that for my car uh, now that I have a car that has it, and instead of the tape adapter isn't it fantastic it's amazing <laughs> except for when i use it as a phone and then i get out of the car and like a car is off or whatever and my phone call is still going through my car and i'm like that's weird. i'm not in the car anymore so that's, <laughs> not there anymore. that's weird because the way my car works at least for phone calls is if i'm on a call as soon as i turn off the ignition it tosses it back to my phone it does not do that for my car. It's super weird, and I'll be like, the car is off. Stop. <laughs> yeah, it does that. There's also a button on my center console or the entertainment center or whatever the hell you want to call it. It says transfer to phone that I can push if I want to hit that and not have to have that awkward three seconds where the phone is like, oh, yeah, I'm not connected to Bluetooth anymore because it's weird in the middle of a conversation to then lose three seconds as you turn off your car. Strange stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm still rocking a pony tape and a 95 Taurus. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with that. That tape adapter, (laughs) that was great in the Taurus because I literally just plug in my phone, push play on the phone, and go. What I do enjoy about Bluetooth in my car, though, is all of the controls for what I'm listening to are then run by my steering wheel. So I don't have to try and look down at my phone and try and figure out what's going on. Or I can use my voice to do it. The less distracted driving, the better. I don't know how much less distracted you are as they've just changed the distraction point for all this stuff. No, looking at your steering wheel versus looking down at your phone is probably a little bit safer. Maybe not a huge amount, but a little bit. I'll be honest. I use Pandora a lot in my car. Nice. Uh, I use Spoofy. Yeah, I don't have Spotify, but I have Pandora, and there's a nice app that's built into the head unit of the car. So it plays very nicely through there. Hopefully my next car will be built in this century. (laughs) It always helps. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's kind of it's weird having a car that's updated because i've never had like a brand new car and then i bought this one last july and it's super weird because i'm like sitting here like okay now i gotta plug in my tape no i don't i could just press the button and it'll go <laughs> oh i gotta replace all the headlights no i don't i have to, have to replace one at a time that's weird or my batteries <laughs> is like not that i've had all these problems yet but like Taking it to get an oil change, I don't have to get the special oil for cars that are over 100,000 miles. It's like... (laughs) No, I just just have to use the all synthetic because I can't use regular oil in my car. But the the thing... This is a super first world problem here. I'm not complaining. But what I wish my car had (laughs) that I've seen some of my friends like newer Jeeps and stuff have is a lot of them have a little sunken portion of the armrest where you can set your cell phone that has a wireless Qi charger behind it. So you drop your phone in there and it wirelessly charges. That, oh, that's really oh cool. nice. that would be freaking sweet because my car doesn't do that. In fact, really my only complaint about my car, and this is a total first world problem, is there's a little cutout in the center console that you can just set your phone in straight up and down. My phone is too yeah. wide for that cutout because it was based off of phones that are about a year or two before the car started coming out, before they started blowing up the screens. So I have to put my phone in there kind of cockeyed and it falls <laughs> out sometimes from this... Uh, from this phone holder. Now, this is a total I, first world problem, and I'm really not complaining. I'm more just uh, whining. whining. I have a I have a very small car, so it does not have the spot for the phones. So I bought one of those like um, things that you could plug into your vent, mm-hmm. and then I, I put my phone in there, but it does not fit for my case, so I have to take off my case. Total first world problem, fully aware. But I have to take off the case every time I want to put my phone in there. So, so what kind of phone do you have? GS6? I, I have an S6, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, there, there is a site that I've looked at cases on before that they make their cases that can then hook onto their vent 
hooks very easily. They're all magnetic and stuff. It's called Rockform, R-O-K-F-O-R-M. I would say go take a look at that. They have some pretty damn cool cases that are like machined out of steel and stuff like that. They look badass and they're durable and they're designed well for hanging off of hooks and things like that that they sell. Really? Oh, yes. God. I don't need more stuff. Everyone <laughs> needs more stuff. And you know what else everyone <laughs> needs more of? Is more news of the week because we're 20 minutes in and have not done it yet. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie. Here you go, guys. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. That's right, awesome people. It's that part of the show where we talk about what we think is the news of the week, even though we've already been doing it because we got distracted by talking about Google Play Podcasts and Bluetooth and, ooh, look, squirrel, that kind of thing. Um, A butterfly where? Shiny. 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 Ooh. Shiny. I like shiny. I've got shiny gold. I've got shiny gold chocolate. Yeah. I want chocolate. <laughs> it's toffee chocolate. It's so good. I want chocolate. No, it's mine. Oh. I had bacon this morning, too. Yeah. Suck it, bitches. <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> it's a good morning to be knocky. It's a very good morning to be knocky. Nice. She got bacon. Was it chocolate-covered bacon? It was not chocolate-covered bacon, but it was that perfect, like, not too crisp, but not too, like, flimsy bacon, where it's, like, you get that perfect amount of, yeah, it was perfect bacon. Too. So it was just kind of one of these moments. Just total victory. It was, it was total victory this morning. It's been a good morning for me. I'm jealous. And, yeah, I did, I did a shock jockey thing there, but I'm trying to limit myself to doing that, like, once or twice <laughs> a podcast now. I appreciate that you did not use one of my own bumps for that. I mean, I could if you want. I've got some around here somewhere. <laughs> that's that's okay. I mean, I know <laughs> Willie's not here today, so I, I could probably play some of his bumps if you guys want. Go ahead. Shut up, There it is. <laughs> there it is. That works. Uh, we'll just keep this one queued up. But let's go into the news of the week. I'm going to take my story first, and then you guys can fight for who goes next. But it was I'll recently. Wrestle, Anthony. You guys are going to wrestle? Is there pudding yep. or jello involved or anything like that? Today you would probably win. I'll give you that. Exactly. So t- I will wrestle <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> well, don't forget she's also a Cylon, so I am. So let's yeah, get but the- I was a sailor. That's true. Let's get into the news. Uh, first thing up, I wanted to bring up was uh, remember there's an Inhumans movie that's supposed to be coming out on Marvel Studios, guys. Allegedly. Allegedly. I hear that that was a thing. Back in late 2014, it was announced they were targeting an Inhumans movie for release date of July 12th, 2019. Mar- uh, uh, Kevin Feige, that is, excuse me, had said in some interviews he expected that date to change. Well, now it's confirmed. If you go to uh, at box office on Twitter, you see that Disney's Inhumans is now without a current release date. And so it looks like there is no targeted release for that movie. But you know what? At first, I thought I'd be really upset by this until I realized... Well, who cares? They're doing all of this on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> the Inhumans is all taking place on there. It just I makes me wonder want... if Fast <laughs> and Furious 8, 9, and 10 got in the way. No, so actually what got in the way from going and reading this article is the fact that franchises they didn't expect to become as popular got popular, such as, I don't know, uh, Ant-Man, where they've got a sequel coming when no one expected that. And then uh, Sony made a Guardians. deal with them to bring back Spider-Man, which nobody expected. So they've kind of gotten distracted with some of these other projects, and they've kind which, of taken the forefront. Which, I mean, I'm I'm okay with that as long as I still get my Captain Marvel movie. So <laughs> that's what I'd seen some concern on, is people going, oh, is this what's going to happen to Captain Marvel now? 
And I suppose it is possible, but go and look at the promotional material for Civil War II and things like yeah. that. Look who is front and center on all of these Civil War II promotional material. It's Tony Stark, and it's not Captain America, it's Captain Marvel. Which yeah. I was actually really shocked to see with the, the Civil War, all the stories leading up to it starting now, and all the promo stuff and previews. I was really shocked to see that they didn't go with Tony versus Steve again, just to have all those materials in the shops as Civil War hit the movie theaters. Because you would have thought the Marvel marketing really would have pushed for that. But the idea that if they're you know going to do the Captain Marvel movie, putting a bunch of books out where it's Captain Marvel versus Iron Man you know, makes much more sense to get more people get their eyes on that character. And that's possible. I think Michelle might be on to it also in the chat room. She says, I think Marvel's waiting to see how Wonder Woman does before announcing Captain Marvel. I think that's part of it. And like I said, I think part of it also is other movies they didn't think would become as successful or return to Marvel Studios have come up. And with Inhumans being covered in Marvel's TV programs, you don't necessarily have to do as much in the movie side of things. I think Captain Marvel's still coming. I just think you might not get a Captain Marvel movie before Infinity War. You might get the character introduced in Infinity War and then get a solo movie post-Infinity War. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking Plus, will happen. I have nothing to back that up. That's just a conspiracy theory. There's also the very long shot that if Homecoming does very well, and Sony and Marvel basically proved to Fox, hey, if you pull your head out of your ass, you'll make a couple hundred million more dollars. They might be able to get Fox to come back to the negotiation table on the X-Men and bring mutants into the Marvel Universe of the movies. See, here's why Fox isn't so, going to care. They made how many millions off of Deadpool. The X-Men franchise is fairly successful. The only thing they're really screwing up right now is Fantastic Four, and even Marvel doesn't care about the Fantastic Four right now. Nobody yeah. cares about Fantastic Four, and that's just really sad. Well, Marvel doesn't yeah, care, but it this is. is kind of a kind of a, one of these to uh, Fox right now, I think. And for those that are well, listening to the audio podcast, I flipped off the camera pretending to be a Marvel executive. The, yeah, they the should thing, care. <laughs> they should they should care, but the, at the same time, they've kind of also have Marvel is owned by Disney, which has the Incredibles, which is basically Fantastic Four. So uh, more than I just mean, basically, it is. <laughs> It it's is a fantastic. fucking copy. <laughs> but The Incredibles was great. So yeah, I feel sadly like... the, the so far the best Fantastic Four movie is The Incredibles. Yeah. It... <laughs> that is what it is, but at the same time like that's fine. <laughs> I really like I because it's animated and because they could do all that stuff that they can't do with a non animated movie. And I tend to think for an Inhumans movie it's very tough to pull off Black Bolt on screen. Because yeah. the first time he uses his powers, it should probably just blow out the speakers on your theater. It, it, it should make every seat in every theater turn into a D-box. Where every seat shakes, every seat fucking like just has extra speakers in it. That's the only way that would really work. Right. So, like I said, not super concerned about the Captain Marvel side of things. But I do honestly think we might never get an, an Inhumans movie. You might, if they try and spin it so they do something, get a Netflix miniseries or something like that that covers it. I don't know. It depends on how committed they are to doing that story when it's being covered very well in the TV world right now. Cause yeah, the, the secret warriors stuff on uh, agents of shield has been great. I wish I could comment, but I'm about seven episodes behind. IE everything after they return from mid season break. I haven't seen yet. Oh wow. Yeah. I got uh, all caught up again this week. It's there's some great shit happening on that show. I was more focused on getting caught up on Supergirl before the flash crossover, which I then did. And I will say this is a brief aside during news of the week. Supergirl needs a season two. They earned it after the way they wrapped season one. Oh, definitely. 
Maybe I'll yeah, actually it, watch this. I'll watch either series. I don't watch either series right now. The Flash crossover was fantastic with Supergirl. I'll be honest. That's what made me a believer. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. This is badass. Yeah, That's Christian, I, you get caught up because there's a there's a fight between uh, Agent May and uh, Mark Dacascos, the Inhuman that has that's telekinetic. You that, get a fist fight between those that two. Mr. Chairman from uh, Iron yeah. Chef. It it's worth catching up just to see those two do a fist fight. The fight choreography in that episode was fucking fantastic. It's on the list. It's on my list. But I've rambled enough on my news and then took it in other topics because I got distracted. Naki, what's your news this week? <laughs> um. So my news comes from PAX which uh, it actually just kind of made me giggle. Um, <laughs> but the Overwatch branded truck, which right now, if you are at PAX, which why are you watching this if you're at PAX? But Overwatch uh, basically took over Uber this weekend, and you could get an Overwatch car to get around PAX, or PAX East is what's happening right now. And uh, one of the Overwatch Uber trucks uh, got into a car accident, uh, which just happened to be with uh, Randy Pitchford, the CEO of Gearbox Software, also known as ba- Borderlands and Battleborn and all that. <laughs> so uh, he tweeted, just left PAX East out a full house main theater show to see a monster truck branded with a competitive game run over a civilian car. And you cannot make this up. They just smashed into the side of a c- civilian car. What a nightmare for you, everyone. And he said, uh, no one was hurt, but... It's just funny to see. <laughs> it is Wait, funny so to see. Felicity but... Smoke has her own cars. What? I'm confused. Uh, Overwatch is Fel- was Felicity's code name <laughs> in Arrow, so that was the joke he was going oh. for there. It's also the title of a book that Mark Guggenheim wrote, which I think is where that came from. But you can't really blame Blizzard and be like, "Blizzard, it's your fault this crashed." They just put their branding on someone who crashed a car. Yeah, Oops. it's just funny cool, to though. see. It is funny. There's kind of some irony to it. You're like, oh. Funny. So I, there's a game out coming out called Overwatch. There's a I, game. I it's coming it. out soon. I don't know a date. I'll look up real quick because, like I said, I'm just now returning to PC gaming. Um, I think that's also going to be in uh, on console, but I could be wrong. Um, it's going to be on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's by Blizzard right. and releases May 24th, 2016. Willie probably knows what I'm talking about. Do you know anything about Overwatch? Willie. Willie? He's muted right now. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> now it helps if your microphone's on, sir. We all heard there it. There he is. <laughs> the button was on off. I didn't notice. Oops. So, so do you know anything about Overwatch? I uh, know it's a MOBA. Uh, no, it's made by Blizzard. Uh, uh, is it Blizzard's version of Battleborn. Oh my God! Don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Blizzard's version of Smite. If you're gonna be like that. Yeah, ah. <laughs> and there is Battle a rumor going. Around, there is a rumor going around. There will be crossplay between PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So we'll see what happens. Cool. So hey, that's pretty awesome. I I don't know. Um, I'll play Overwatch maybe. As uh, Michelle has pointed out in the chat room, and Anthony tweeted at me last night, there will be more Borderlands. Uh, Gearbox did confirm that. And uh, it'll be of the actual games, and I don't know if Telltale Games has uh, announced it. Um, so that'll be also going on as well. No, so there will no. be a Borderlands 3 at the, some point. The hell with that. I want Season 2 of Tales from the Borderlands. I still haven't Immediately. finished the first season. I won't say anything else on it, but I finished it yesterday, <laughs> and I should have done it sooner. And I hate you, Telltale, because you can still make me cry in your games. I <laughs> completed Episode 1. 
of Tales from the Borderlands. I completed episodes four and five yesterday because I was like, I should play a game. And I got that out and that consumed eight hours of my life. And I am totally, <laughs> totally okay with it. I, am, uh, I still haven't finished their Walking Dead game. Man. I, I'm still in episode three of Tales of the Borderlands. I have finished Wolf Among Us, I think. Oh, that's a good one. That one was really good. I didn't like... Uh, well, the Walking Dead I had bought for my console, and it was not console optimized, so it just didn't work out. So this is probably a poor time for me to tell you there is a sale going on on Telltale Games with Steam Keys right now. <laughs> <laughs> which had like walking dead for five bucks things like that even the I minecraft can't. game no i'm not doing it um so in other news of the week which we were talking about at one point <laughs> i interrupted um, yay there was also a release date for uh warner brothers is remaking it and uh everybody cry a little bit now um they uh they have not announced who is playing Pennywise. They did event, uh, originally have Will Potier, but he uh, dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. It was also at the same time that the original director dropped out. But the new director is um, Andrea Muschietti. I don't know what he's directed prior to this, and uh, but it will be out September 18th, 2017. I know everybody is really looking forward to that, as well as their Chips reboot, which is coming August 11th, 2017. There's some terrible ideas in Hollywood right now. That Chips reboot is one of them, and then the 21 <laughs> Jump Street Men in Black crossover movie is another one of those. Although I am very kind of interested in seeing what the hell they're going to do with that. <laughs> I, right? I, I don't want to know. It's, uh, if it's Johnny Depp and Will Smith, it'll make $200 billion. Will Smith's not in it. Not part of that. You don't know yet. He might show oh up. Depends how much money they throw at him. Yeah, um, that's true. I can see that. Drassman asks, why should we cry about it? Because they're making remakes that don't need to happen. Welcome to Hollywood. I, I do know. love the fact, have anybody seen the, the jokes about uh, people complaining about the remake of The Magnificent Seven? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen Actually, that. I've seen that. Those are I some of my favorite memes. For it. I haven't actually seen the, the, the meme for that yet, but I, I, I just saw the trailer for Magnificent Seven. I'm like, oh, it's Chris Pratt. I enjoy Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt and Denzel Yeah, the Magnificent I mean, Seven. I, I like it. But yeah, if anybody doesn't know, the Magnificent Seven was not an original movie. It was called The Seven Samurai. It was yes. redone as a Western. So if you want to complain about the Magnificent Seven being remade, you're a fucking moron. I didn't realize <laughs> that that was what they were remaking. I like the yeah. prequel, Three Amigos. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. It's basically the same idea. I was going to say, where, what's, a, what's a movie with four cowboys that you could add to it to get the Magnificent Seven? <laughs> how many How many uh, cowboys were in Young Guns? Oh, like seven or eight? There was oh. a bunch of them. Damn. I didn't realize that they were remaking the Seven Samurai into that, so that's kind of yeah, lame. Yeah, that's what the Magnificent Seven originally was. It was a remake of... Uh, the Seven Samurai. It was an oh. American version. Yeah. If you go America. watch it, it's the exact same story. <laughs> and so oh, I did not know that. Real quick, nope. Naki, just so you know, I put a link in the chat room to the current sale going on no, for Telltale Chris. Games. <laughs> no, Chris. Where no, Chris. Things no, Chris. like The Walking Dead Season 1 and 2 are $5 each right now. The Game of Thrones game is $5. In fact, everything is $5 or less except for the Minecraft story mode. Let's see. We are friends. I'm trying to get you more involved in Telltale Games so I don't have to feel as bad about all the stupid stuff they make me cry about and feel like a human. But do, you under, do you understand that right now I'm playing 
uh, Bloodborne. Do you understand what that oh, means God. for me right now? I have no idea because I don't know what Bloodborne is. I can uh, tell you that um, PlayStation uh, on the store, I, I probably the same for the Xbox. Oh, a couple months ago, I did see they had everything Telltale has ever made for $107. They did a right? Humble Bundle a while back wow. for a Humble Sale, and that's how I got most of mine. Uh, I uh, Last night, uh, boyfriend's friend texted him that uh, PlayStation was doing a flash sale, and I wound up buying what? Okami for PS3. and uh, Okami? Okami, Okami. Uh, and uh, I also bought uh, Little Big Planet for $8. Wait, is that going on right now? Okami's on there? for? Yeah, Okami is $2. I just looked at it. I didn't see it. I just got Bully and uh, Rogue Galaxy. Uh, Bully's a fun game. Bully's always a fun I game. I never got to play it, so this is my chance. And trophies. Evidently, there's also a sale going on for Bethesda games right now. A bunch of Fallout, Wolfenstein, Skyrim, Dishonored, all sorts of stuff. That's all PC, though, not consoles. Sorry, guys. Oh, uh, I don't care. Yeah. Go consoles. Yeah. I mean, the computers hate you today, we've realized that. I don't have to update drivers every 10 minutes. I don't either, because it does it on its own. Yeah, I have $173 worth of pending Kickstarters. I'm not getting that sale. Fair enough. (laughs) I'm not looking at it. I'm not even going to look at it. Anytime I need to spend money now, I just look up my Kickstarters that are pending. I've realized realized I have to be good when I log into my Steam account and see I have 120 games on my account right now, and I've only played like maybe a quarter of them at best. I I think between Boyfriend and I, we're at a little over 200, so we need to stop. That's it? I do need to get myself a uh, joystick so I can play some of my old Star Wars flight sims on my PC, though. That is on the list. Um, I have the plug-in uh, Xbox controller, and that's worked really well for me. I do that for most games, but for a flight sim, I want a joystick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That it works sense. better than a D-pad or an analog stick. I was about to say, if you're using a D-pad for a flight simulator, you're doing something wrong. You're hey, doing it, it wrong. Depends on what you're playing. I don't think I want to know, but since we're talking, about, we're talking about games, Willie, you're a game expert. What do you got for us for news this week? I'm assuming there's some kind of game topic coming up. Yeah, it's not happy news either. Uh-oh, uh-oh. News. Do we need to get sad? Yes, uh, PlayStation has announced... Or, no, no, they have, sorry, sorry. Woo, woo, woo. I messed that up completely. They, there's Giant Bomb, I believe, has come out with a rumor, and, of course, Sony does not speak of rumors or speculations, about PlayStation Neo, codename. Pretty much the PlayStation 4.5 is going to have... Better GPUs, whatever. It's good. Basically, it's going to run better, and it's going to pretty much cut down load times. People are speculating it's going to be for pretty much like a... So you don't need the little box for PlayStation VR that you're going to have to plug into the USB port. A lot of people are upset about this. They better not call it Neo. I'm sure it's just a codename like Project Morpheus was the uh, the VR, what it was called before. Yeah. But then there's a little Matrix thing, if you because what are they going to call Trinity? I see where you're going. But uh yeah, it's just a little bit weird. This pricing is speculated to be three ninety nine or four ninety nine, people don't know. Oh my god. I mean this is gonna hurt people that just bought a PlayStation four. Hey Naki. Hi. And people who bought it like day one now they're saying, Hey, we have a better PlayStation four that yeah. run games better and pretty much now developer or yeah, developers will have to make games twice kind of to run like optimal settings 
so this is the rumor that keeps returning. It also came up probably about two months back. I'd seen it the first time for a PS4.5, and there was also a rumored Xbox 1.5 coming where basically what they're looking at doing is doing a hardware revision so that it can better handle the VR aspect of things and make things run faster. But from everything I'd read, they said they would still be supporting and games would still come out. All games would still run on the old hardware. There would just be a more enhanced mode. So think of it almost like go back to the old N64 days. Remember when you had that N64 expansion pack you could buy that would make the graphics better and things like that? Little red thing that's, that clipped into the top of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember so, that. But here's the problem, though. It's not just something that you just put in your PS4 you already have. It, it, but it's the same concept as what they're going with, is you'll still yeah. be able to play your games, but they'll be better optimized. I think it's bullcrap, but at the same time, yeah. it's what PC it gamers have been doing forever because they can piece out things here and there. So I kind of understand why it's happening. I'm just not necessarily on board with it. So I do have to ask, will they put out something that you could like, hey, if you... And not that I want to spend another 100 bucks on another you know, piece for my PS4, but is there something that they'll eventually put out where you could be like, here's to get the optimal hardware? No, no it's a completely separate console. Yeah. Oh, it's a completely... Oh, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's a new console it's, with different guts in it. Yeah, it's not like it's going to be like the PlayStation 4 Slim like they did with 1, 2, and 3. This is going to be a completely new console. People are calling it the PlayStation 4.5. Like, it's just an updated. It has, like, beefed-up hardware inside it. So but it's still not a completely new console. Well, it's not like a PlayStation 5. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's an upgraded 4, but it's still not a 5. So it's not a new yeah, console. Yeah, but it, at the same time, it's also not like an upgrade pack you can clip on the back of your PlayStation or Xbox or anything like that. So you have to yeah. buy the new hardware to get the newest version of it. And so I understand the heartburn, especially people like, I just bought my PS4. First adopters, we already know we're going to get fucked over when we're first adopters. You already know a year or two from now something's yeah. going to change and you make, ah, oh, hell, why did I do this? It is what it is. But if I'm someone who bought my PlayStation 4 right before they announced this, I'd be a little hacked off. And hopefully both Sony and Microsoft have a plan there to help accommodate those people that are getting a little screwed over, be it some kind of trade-in program like where you can upgrade at a discount compared to it. Be like, trade in your PS4 and you only have to pay like $100 for the PS4.5 or something like that. Maybe that's more palatable, but I have no idea what path they're going on. Like, it will be able to run games a whole lot better, and um, it, the graphics will be a little bit better. I mean, I don't know how about how much, uh, it, but they also said any game, like, everything from the speculation that games starting at uh, in October will have to have both versions of the regular PlayStation and the upgraded PlayStation. Like, they'll be able to have to run on the same thing. It just doesn't make sense. It's basically, all right, so here's the best way to look at it. You know, when you buy a PC game, you can set your, your system settings and things like that. So you can be like, I want this to play at 4K because your computer is capable yeah. of doing that. Basically, what they're doing, from my understanding, is there's different config files on this disc, for lack of a better term. It looks and goes, oh, you're using original PS4. Here's the graphic settings we have to use. Oh, you're using the PS4.5. Here's the graphic settings you're going to get. I don't think it's going to be a difference in games, but a difference in the setup and how it's presented and maybe how much they can actually store on a hard drive, things like that, to play off of. I don't think it's going to be like, the game is completely different. I have to load all of these files if I'm on a PS4.5. It's more of, I can do the high-performance viewing whereas on a standard ps4 i can only use standard performance that's my guess i don't know anything so pretty much it'll make if you just have a regular playstation 4 it's like hey you have a shittier version deal with it 
Yeah, basically. I mean, the, the problem you're going to run into there is if you're a developer, what do you develop to? Do you develop to the PS4 baseline or do you develop to the PS4.5 baseline? And if you develop to the 4.5, how much worse does it look or does it get presented to a standard PS4 user? It's a development nightmare. I mean, I could see it being a pain in their ass. It's a pain in everybody's ass, honestly. It's just a bad move in general. Yeah. I, I, I won't be buying one. Well, there's there's a reason. My PS4 is only six months old. There's a reason they keep shooting less down than a month. Yeah, they keep shooting down these rumors every time they come up. I imagine it's going to happen, but Microsoft even backtracked like, yeah, I don't know that we're going to do that. Now the rumors back again that Microsoft's going, "Oh, Xbox 1.5 coming soon." So, it is what's going to happen. It's how they're going to lengthen the uh the uh wow, how long this generation of consoles last for? I lost track of what I was trying to say there. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> and we all have our train to run. <laughs> Now, this should prove to you I'm not a fanboy. I'm a PlayStation fan, but they're not infallible. I'm just, I'm not a fanboy. Well, they got enough of a lead. It doesn't even matter if they screw up right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think uh, what, uh, what we got leaked were, how many, where, where are the sales at for consoles? Oh, yeah. PlayStation's kicking their ass. But uh, honestly, it doesn't really matter in most cases because unless you're talking about console exclusives, you just play whatever you're happy on. It's true. Yeah, Uncharted coming out. Yay. Yeah, I mean, some of those exclusives, that's how you bring people in. You got your Halos and your Quantum Breaks and things like that. You've got your Uncharted's and things like that on PlayStation. I would like to play Quantum Break. Quantum Break (laughs) is badass. The PC version sucks, though, from what I'm told. (laughs) I still need to get my Xbox 360 out of storage and finish some of the games I got on that system. I'm glad you mentioned that. I guess this week, Microsoft officially ceased production on the Xbox 360. It It is official. It only lasts, what, nine years? Bound to happen. Surprised they waited that long because when xbox 360 came out they just straight stopped xbox didn't they well here's yes they did for that but xbox 360 was so widely popular those xboxes also cost hundreds of thousands of dollars because they weighed 42 pounds each the 360 was widely popular so they weren't going to shut it down the final nail in the coffin for the 360 was probably when they started announcing backwards compatibility with the xbox one because you can play Uh a lot of xbox 360 games on your xbox one now I've played with a couple of them and worked all right. Now, there's some games that do not port well over to Xbox One by all reports. I think I want to say Halo Reach, people were saying, was not playing very well on Xbox One. A uh, good thing I heard about this would be, uh, I heard from Colin Moriarty. I listened to his, uh, their podcast on uh, PS I Love You, XOXO. But he said, why don't they just wait a year, come out with a PlayStation 5 that is backwards capable with PS4 games. Just everything's good. I can kind of see that being a middle ground that'd be good. So I guess the question is, if they were looking at a PS5, is it architected properly to allow them to have backwards compatibility? I mean, it's why you don't have PS3 backwards compatibility and a PS4. It's a completely different system architecture. I'm saying since they're releasing it so soon, this like if they're if they're making their games come out like like where they have to have, be the dual mode in by October. I mean, that means it's probably going to come out this year. It'll probably be about Christmas this time of year. One of the stories I'd read said this was all just future prep and we still might be a year or two away from PS4.5. But honestly, there's so many rumors out there, I have no idea. Technology's evolving faster than what everybody else is it's ready true. for. It's true, well, especially for console gamers now. Well, by that October deadline and plus VR's coming out right at the same time, it's going to be like, that's kind of it's a good little arrow saying, hey, release us here. Yeah. Could very well be. It'll be interesting to see how it develops, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it going forward. And as we hear more stuff, tune in to ATGN. We'll have more info for you. 
Listen to E3, probably. <laughs> yeah, listen to E3. There'll probably be something going on there. And I'm sure there will be some podcast on the network that tries to do some E3 coverage on a near-daily basis. By some, I something mean like, probably mine. Something like Geek Alert News? What the hell's Geek Alert News? <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure that's, that uh, domain was already purchased, which is why I didn't go with that. True story, man. Half the, yeah. half the naming behind uh, podcasts is what domains are available. Yes, that is a thing. It is indeed. But, uh, Anthony, what do you have for your news this week? Uh, pretty quick and easy. The Eisners came out. Uh, so I was pretty stoked. For those that don't know, basically being Eisner nominated or winning an Eisner is pretty much the comic book equivalent of the Oscars because it follows you in your career. So you can put you know Eisner nominated or Eisner winner on everything you work on from that point forward. So it's usually a pretty big deal. There, were, There's the, a little controversy over who which books were nominated into which categories, of course, because there's everything has to have controversy these days. But I was really stoked to see uh, specific some very specific names on uh, the list this year because for Best Continuing Series, uh, Invincible by Rock Rathburn got its nomination. So Eisner nominated comic, which is awesome. And then uh, for Best Limited Series, Lady Killer by Joelle Jones and Jamie S. Rich. And then, what were the other two? Sorry, it's a long list of categories. There's Best Limited Series for Lady Killer. And then, there we go. Best Penciler Inker or Penciler Inker Team, Joelle Jones for Lady Killer uh, from Dark Horse and Brides of Helheim from Oni. And then also Best Cover Artist, Joelle Jones for Lady Killer uh, for Dark Horse and Brides of Helheim from Oni. Uh, Joelle Jones was a local Boise girl that grew up here and now I think is living in California who basically just has been kicking ass at comic books uh, since she used to, since uh, back in the day when I met her when she was dating one of my best friends in high school. Nice. The chick's awesome. But yeah, she's a now three-time Eisner-nominated artist, so congratulations to Joelle because that is fucking awesome. And then uh, the colorist that used to work on Invincible... Uh, John Rauch, who's now doing uh, The Beauty for Image, Batman Arkham Knight, Earth 2 Society, and Runaways for Marvel. He got uh, his first Best Coloring nom. So other than that, most of the list is a lot of the same same, uh, same people over and over again just because like, Dave Stewart's going to be nominated for Best Coloring every year. He does most of the Mike Mignola stuff. It's just guaranteed. But yeah, the Eisner noms are out, and yeah, if you work in the industry, go, uh, I think, Wait, is Eisner or is the Hard Beast? One of them you can go cast ballots. But yeah, Harvey's. it'll be cool to see who wins this year. And Michelle's is bringing up in the chat room right now that I guess Comixology is doing a sale on Eisner-nominated books. I'm yes. trying to find... There's so much stuff when you go to Comixology's front page. I can never find stuff. <laughs> it is. And yeah, because uh, yeah, Image uh, made sure that they, they put out... They like retweeted that from Comixology because a lot of Image titles got Eisner noms this year. And so, yeah, pretty much every book that's up for the Eisners is on sale right now in Comixology. So there is a front page thing on Comixology for all nice. of the Image Eisner-nominated titles that are on sale until tomorrow as we record this. So the sale ends on April 25th. You can go through and buy all sorts Including of books. Including Bitch Planet, which there are, is awesome. There are trades for Invincible that are $5 each, things like that. So go check it out. Nice. That might be how I actually start reading Invincible, it's looking like. But only a couple <laughs> trades because that's a crap ton yep. of trades. That oh yeah, it's on to its uh, issue 127 just came out. They have 10 oversized hardcovers at this point. So I think in trade volumes, they're up to like 19 or 20. Yeah, I think I saw 20 on there. Yeah, because each, each hardcover is like two to three of the trades. 
I'm still getting yeah, that, caught up on all of my comics right now, though. That book's been going for a while, and it's fucking fantastic. Well, so if you're interested in checking out some Eisner-nominated stuff, go to your local comic book shop, pick some of that up, or go to Comixology and buy it there. Check out and see why everyone's so excited on it. Or go to your local library and see what trades they have in the adult graphic novel section. That's true, too. I didn't even think about that. But we're going to start wrapping things up. Before we do that, we are part of a network, I'm told. Do you guys know what that might be called? Network? What's a network? It's the Flu Powder Network, right? Flu Powder. Yeah, exactly. We're going to go on the Flu Network, and I'm going to go to Diagon (laughs) Alley and go to Weasley Wizards and Wheezes, or I've messed up. Damn it, I messed up the name of the shop. <sighs> this is Doctor Strange reference? I don't get minus it. Minus three geek sorcery? points for Chris. Minus no, four for Will. There's no minus three <laughs> geek points. If you listen to one of the recent Gunna Geek podcasts where I absolutely decimate everyone in geek trivia, I won like ten to one to nothing. I need to come on that one of these I, times. I made them if my it's bitches. Star Trek, Someone if say, it's not Star Trek trivia, I might actually be able to play. Are we doing geek trivia? I'll do that. We could do that sometime. I did. We used to have a bit like that. and We did. I could bring it back. I'd have to find the bumps again or make some new ones. But like I was saying, we, we, are, we are part of a network. It's the Gunna Geek Network. You can find that over at gunnageeknetwork.com. There are 18 different podcasts on there right now. We've got everything that you might like if you're a geek. And if we don't have it, well, find it and recommend it to us. Go If you know someone who does a podcast that you think should be on the network, refer them to gunnageek.com slash join, and they can apply to be part of the network. But this week, we did want to highlight an episode from the Gunna Geek Network. It would be Game Life Balance US episode 15, entitled Finding a Life Balance with Irreverence, Exercise, and Music. It's a pretty daggum funny one. Here's the background. Cody shares some exciting news from, ho- from Illinois just in time for the 420 <clears throat> holiday. Then John discusses his child's hilarious sleeping habits in his own personal battle with becoming a runner. And Cody shares his favorite hidden gems in the world of video game music arrangements and radio drama podcasts. Very fun podcast. I was just listening to it before this uh, show started. And these stories of uh, John trying to get his uh, child to sleep in his big boy bed and not get up at 1 a.m. to read books to himself. It's pretty entertaining. And I'm looking forward to some status updates. So it was episode 15, a.k.a. episode 420? Yes. I was... I was watching it while I was, uh, I've been laid up this week from being sick, and uh, I actually had to refer to Cody to, there's a couple of different websites that you can use if you want to get paid to work out, so I was referring to him to those websites, because I was like, you know, it's they do exist, it's okay. They do indeed. So it's a very good podcast, it's one of my favorite podcasts, because it's a mix of game life, gaming and life things, so go check it out, or check out one of the other awesome podcasts over at Gunny Geek Network. Dot com. But it is time for us to start wrapping up. And as we wrap up each week, we do a little bit called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys the live peanut gallery or people listening at a later date. Just what nerdy things we're getting into or planning on getting into and maybe just convert you to our cause. Uh, Willie, what have you been getting into, sir? Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, just this week, uh, me and the girlfriend watched one uh, very great movie, uh, American Splendor. Did I see that one? I don't know what that one is. I'll be honest. Paul Giamatti. It's about uh, Harvey Picar based on his comic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. Uh, It's on HBO. I can tell HBO Go now, whatever. I'm sure it's on there. Okay. Yeah. Anything that shows on HBO should be on HBO now slash go. Yeah, they made it back in like, what, 2003, 2004? Yeah, it's an an older movie, but that one's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. I especially like how they actually bring in the real Harvey Picar. It's kind of like a documentary with Mostly being like dramatic, dramatizations. 
I can't yeah. say that word right. I'm sorry. Dramatic reenactments. Dramatizations or whatever. Yeah, let's just go with that. And uh, yeah, there it is. Very good. I've also been playing more of uh, WWE 2K16 because I'm sorry. I- I'm a glutton for that. It's it's a guilty pleasure. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I had some wrestling Ooh, games back yeah. on the old 360 I played all the time. Yeah, st- I still don't watch it. But man, all those old wrestlers in it, that's why I like the most. Did you make yeah. yourself a custom wrestler yet? Did you put yourself, Willie Nelson, in the game? I tried to do that with the little phone app to take the picture of myself. I can't figure this shit out. It got out. confused by the beard, I bet. <laughs> I'm not sure what it got confused with because the picture, I'm trying to match up my eyes and it won't go up that far. I'm like, I, your head's too big. <laughs> no, I, I understand. I have the same problem. I have a ginormous head. It's like, do I have to take a Phrasing. further away picture? Phrasing. Have girlfriend get, do got, it for you. Yeah. yeah. Get a girlfriend to take a picture of you from across the room so your head will be small <laughs> enough in the photo. <laughs> normal sized. Yeah, there you go. Failed. And I'm also moving. Yay. 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 <sighs> so, yeah, a lot of this stuff's being moved out. Uh oh. Well, good well, luck, sir. On the plus side, you might not get robbed from on a regular basis. Oh, I can guarantee that. This is a country area. That's good. These people have guns. That I'm, uh, the, I'm living like an apartment above this garage. It's bigger than this whole fucking house. So I was going to say, you're not going to be protected by Smith & Wesson <laughs> instead of nothing? I, mean, I think my cousin has a gun up in the attic over there. I mean, I could go grab it, but I need to be here when they're here at the same time to even <laughs> deal Touché. with it. Touche. And I, I wouldn't care. I mean, this is my third PS4. You try and come at I'm shooting your kneecap out just so I can bust some teeth out. <laughs> Will, you should have just waited for the PS4.5, evidently. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking... God damn, it. <laughs> well, damn you, Sony. Good luck with your move, <laughs> sir. Sony. Yeah, go go ahead next. 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 So I'll go next, next real quick. Come on. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands, like I was talking about earlier, I finished the game yesterday evening. I want Season 2 now, and I can find nothing online that references when slash if a Season 2 is coming. And I'm a little <laughs> bummed out on that. See what else I've been getting into. Watch the blacklist this week because after the shocker from two weeks ago, I was trying to see where they were going with it. Still have no idea where they're going with that show, but I'm super intrigued. What other stuff? Um, got a new digital recorder for taking two conventions and stuff. And what I like XLR ports on the bottom, so I can take two mics with me and be able to do interviews nice. and stuff fairly easily. Nice. And I have a new mic in the mail because I needed a backup mic slash alternate mic and i got a good deal so i'll probably be playing around with different microphones between different podcasts to figure out just which one i like the best for my voice fancy are you gonna have a wall like mr president no i have two microphones right now this will be the third but i don't really want to use the yeti as my backup mic because i've realized that as much as i might have loved the sound of that mic when i first got it i like the sound of my at 2005 much more right now yeah yeah. I uh my my Yeti is currently boxed, but that doesn't mean that it won't come back for music stuff. Mine is right here. I keep it <laughs> behind me at all times in case I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> that is one big robot penis that you are hugging. I missed you, Yeti. I missed Possibly you. Possibly keeps behind him. <laughs> Were you back to the robot penises again? Robot Apparently. penis. Sorry, Naki, what'd you say? Nothing. So say it again, please. Uh, robot penis? Shut up, Naki. Willie, that wasn't very nice. 
That wasn't live. <laughs> Audio listeners have no idea. It's nope. Seriously, shut up, Naki. Oh. <laughs> Why is Willie so mean to me? So, before I toss it over to one of the other hosts of the show, uh, it is always open in the chat room to let us know what they're getting involved with. Suncast has said Blacklist was weird this week. I agree. He also said he watched the first episode of the new Orphan Black season last night. Holy shit, what a good show. So, everyone tells me I need to watch Orphan Black. I just haven't gotten to it. And everyone tells me it's good. I, I just need to do it. Sames. In that same boat. I just haven't watched yeah. it yet. It's on my list. I don't like shows about orphans. You like Batman, don't you? I was going to say. Eh, he's alright. Batman, Superman. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Orphans make the best stories, man. I don't know the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Naki, what are you even getting into? Um, so like I said, I've been sick this week, so I've not been able to marathon train. That does not mean I haven't planned for marathon training, but, um, so I've got that. We've also, uh, boyfriend and I have both started separate games of Bloodborne, um, which was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's currently ahead of me. I'm actually watching him play as, as the show has been going on and he's already beaten the first boss, whereas I can't even get to the first boss yet. Um, it is ridiculously hard and... Uh, which is what we were expecting. But my goal, my my rule was, is I cannot buy Dark Souls three until I finish Bloodborne. So, in other words, I will not be getting Dark Souls three anytime soon. Um, <laughs> how, how much? Than, you're only at the first boss, is what you said. Yeah. Oh, you got a long time to go, Naki. It yep. is painful. This game is a lot of fun because. It, it is fun in its sense that you have to keep doing the same thing over and over again, but at the same time, it is painful because you're like, I just fucking did it. Why I get, oh, I'm dead again. Fuck. You lose all your... <laughs> and it's, 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 it's brutal, but it's also like fun kind of brutal. Um, on top of that, I bought Metroid for my uh, DS, so I've been playing the very first Metroid. I'm not good hey. at that either. Um, but I'm Justin still playing Bailey. it. Remember that code? Justin Bailey? Mm-hmm. That's okay. the code dude, where you get a swimsuit Samus. I don't oh, need okay. that. Shooting around. Um, uh, other than that, um, we started watching Star Wars Rebels. It's so good. Um, well, season one nice. is not as good. Season two is fantastic. We're in the middle of season one right now. Well, it's still in the beginning episodes of season one right now um i have to keep reminding myself that this was written for children because there is some interesting choice of dialogue um but it is written for children uh but it is it is a good show like i got sucked into it pretty quickly so we're making our way through that right now the payoff for season one all comes in the final episode and you're like oh my god this is so cool and then season two is just off the rails it's really good that's that's what we've been told, and my uh, boyfriend was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go buy it. We're going to watch it See, this weekend. So I, I had like, hopped okay. off the Rebels train myself because I thought, it's a little too kiddy for me. And then everyone was like, oh, my God, did you see the season one finale? I'm like, no, I didn't. And I watched it, and I went, son of a bitch, now I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it came down to for me. If you end up really liking it, uh, I would recommend go check out the uh, Star Wars comic Kanan, The Last Padawan. It goes back and forth between how Caleb became Kanan Jarrus. Good to know. I will keep it's that a, in it's mind. It's a really good comic. I will keep that in mind. And then uh, while I was on, while I was laid up, I played catch up on my podcast, so I'm caught up on Game Life Balance and Radio Lab and uh, 
this one weird one called Nerd Alert News. That guy's weird. That guy's a hack. Um, I know. <laughs> and uh, so it's 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 been. I, I don't enjoy being laid up, but at the same time, I got to play catch up with some things, so that's cool. And uh, did some recording stuff, which hopefully I will be debuting soon, and you'll hear about that soon. Dun so. dun dun. That's called a tease in the business, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ooh, a tease. Hit that porn music. There it is. There I love that bump so much, and I really shouldn't. The tease tickled my fancy. And there it is again. Right in the gooch. Right in the what? The gooch. The gooch. Gooch. The gooch, man. I believe it's Anthony's. Does someone Anthony, refer Anthony to Urban Dictionary for the gooch, please? <laughs> I'll do that while Anthony talks about his. There stuff. you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have been getting into uh, my buddy mentioned that he saw something at Target yesterday. So after I went and got my hair cut. Yeah, your phrasing was very bad to start that. Yeah. <laughs> I got me my FN two one eight seven Target exclusive bloody fin figure. So I'm stoked. It is freaking cool. It's all got it's sand damaged, covered in blood speckles. He looks just filthy. It's awesome when you sit it next to one of the other uh, Force Awakens stormtroopers that are all gleamy and shiny white. So yeah, I found that. Um, I got. Uh, I finally got started on Ratchet and Clank, which is awesome. It is pretty much a remake of the original PS2 game from back in the early 2000s. Um, it's got updates to where, as they were making the new uh, CGI movie that's coming out this summer, they were also building the game. And so pretty much the cutscenes are cutscenes from the film that's going to be coming. So the, the cutscenes are amazing graphics-wise. And the, the story is pretty much a retelling of the origin from the original game, but it's redone and added on in a way to where all the levels still feel interesting and fun even though I do like specifically remember where certain stuff is from playing the old game 15 years ago. Oh, I wonder if this is still over. Yep, still over there. And like some of the hidden golden bolts are still in the same spots from the original game, which is kind of cool if you played the original and now you're playing the new one. Yeah, I'm seven or eight planets in on that one. Crazy-ass guns. You got the, got the Groovatron that makes enemies do the disco dance while you're shooting them. You got Mr. Zircon, your little robot buddy who's running around shooting people. Uh, they added a new gun called the Pixelator, where you literally shoot an enemy and it turns them into 8 bits. It's oh. it's fucking hilarious and it's fun. Um, still doing the, the Douglas movie, movie Challenge. I fell a little bit behind on that, doing a lot of reading. Uh, I think I'm one movie behind where I should be today. Uh, Tiger House was great. Uh, I watched it's uh, an invasion movie on Netflix where a girlfriend sneaks into her boyfriend's house and then guys come into the house to attack the family, not knowing that she's there. And then the, the back and forth of her basically hiding and fighting them is done really, really well. And then I started watching one that uh, Stephen King recommended on Twitter uh, called Hush that's about a writer who's deaf. And in her basically cabin out in the woods, she sees a guy outside on her porch wearing a mask kill her neighbor. And then basically he's stalking her through her house. And it's crazy because they mess around a lot with the sound and the sound editing on the movie because you know the guy can make any noise he wants and she won't hear him. Because he's, you know, basically, you know, stalking a deaf woman. But it's a really tense, really well-made movie. From I'm about halfway through it. And both of those really are on good. the, yeah, both of those are on the Netflix Instant Queue. So, oh yes, yeah. that's what I was about to ask. 
Yeah, uh, the only problem with Hush, I hate reading movies, not because I just don't like foreign films, but because I read slow. And so a lot of times I have to rewind films that have subtitles because I won't read them fast enough. But even with the subtitles, Hush is still, it's definitely, from what I've seen, I'm halfway through it. But what I've watched so far, it's very much worth reading the parts that you have to read. Because, yeah, there's, there's parts where she's talking to her friend in sign language and stuff, and so they just subtitle it so you can understand what the hell is going on. Makes sense. But yeah, it's... It's a great setup for a movie. Just, you know, the the single person stuck in the middle of the woods being, you know, just terrorized. And the acting in it's great. Yeah, you... pretty much that and getting wedding ready. Shaved off all the all the scruff and went and got a haircut. So next Saturday my buddy can get hitched and then I can go back to being fat and lazy and quit working out so much. Do you want do you want to enlighten your mind on what Goonch is? <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe oh, I can just so, tell you what it is. I mean, well, I don't know how you looked it up. All right, well, let's go. But the so, urban dictionaries are always so good. How here, I'll, show, here, I'll, I'll show a no. visual. No, well, no, 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 no. I want to see your gooched. <laughs> well, okay. So, urban dictionary has a different, uh, from what I know of what gooch is. Um, so. The first well, one. He's got his butt pug logo up again. I turned so, it off because I was afraid of what he was doing. I have the control room. <laughs> <laughs> the first definition is to cuddle, which is wrong. Oh the, my God. <laughs> the fourth you... definition is a nasty, smelly, sloppy, dirty, ultimately gross vagina. The fifth definition is the sound a vagina makes when it is so loose that the lips of the vagina shut when make a cl- and make a clapping noise. <laughs> uh. The seventh is the goonch. The word goonch is used to describe the area of skin between the penis and a vagina on a human hermaphrodite. Oh, what? That's, oh, wow. Those are the, the these are the top definitions from. Why the hell? Yeah, no one word should have like eight definitions. That's I just fucking ridiculous. I just heard it being like <laughs> a change in for the word taint. That's what I heard too. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's. This... Gooch, not goonch. You guys were saying goonch. I thought we were saying gooch. I have a southern accent. Leave me alone, Naki. <laughs> yeah, see, how is there, Jeez, I heard you had an fun in of me. Yeah, see, it, the, the end in there Shut up, Naki. You shut up. <laughs> it wasn't me. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. Yeah, I mean, gooch and gooch are two different words. We, we, need to, we need to specify. So gooch is the nasty vagina. <laughs> well, Chris, I wish we could make that the episode title this week, but I don't want to put that on the front page. You're gonna keep do it, off. do it. I can't. Episode two hundred seven. Goonched. It's the nasty vagina. Or Gooch versus Goonch. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we want that SEO. No, yes, I don't do. want that SEO. No, we don't want that SEO. No, that SEO is gonna be gross. <laughs> well, see, as we're using Urban Dictionary to describe things to Anthony today, Suncast had to use it to explain what a bear was to a friend last night. Oh, uh, wow. Really? Well, I mean, that's the thing is that, like, if you're not the some of the lingo that's out there, I still don't know what it I is. I don't so either. Like, and I get very confused as to how some of it came up. Yeah, I keep getting always to be a great bear. What is it? Do you, do you want me to? Do, do you no, really? I know what a bear is. <laughs> I was going to say. Have you, I mean, ever, I, have you ever listened to a Kevin Smith podcast right where he talks oh, about yeah. bears? Wait, what? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to click on something that is in a dictionary. Uh-oh. It Uh-oh. says snurfles. So this is a new game I think we need to have is what? what's the definition? And we just go through Urban okay. Dictionary and try and figure out the definition of things. How about this? Nice. The three of us try and guess what this word is. 
Well, we can't Before do it now. Before Rocky we, tells us. We, yeah, we probably need to wrap up the show soon. We're 15 minutes over already. Yeah, I know. Okay, oh, so Snurf- Snurfles is not nearly as what I thought it was, but it says generic white rice to be added as a starch component to a hot dish, such as a goonch mloop Snurfles. White rice served as a side dish and not a component of a hot dish known as rice. Uh, what? Okay. I, yeah, right? Well, you so... call that rice? Yeah. That's just rice. <laughs> Thanks, Urban. Top, it doesn't need another word. It's just rice. Top, 10 words trending right now is truffle butter, fuckboy, thought, Netflix and chill, dabbing, dab, tub girl, sapiosexual, dabbing, and tub girl Alabama trending? How the hell is tub girl back trending again? That thing is scary. I know. It's almost it's as bad as goatsy. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> so when we were in college, people used to randomly stick pictures of the goatsy screen on the back of the stall door. So as soon as you shut the stall door on the oh. dorm, oh, you'd just be sitting there and be like, oh, son of a bitch. That's a good way. That's, well, that's a good way to scare the shit out of people, I guess. We got goats eat a lot. There was also the uh, Jeff Goldblum from The Fly. The Jeff Goldblum is watching you poop. That got hung up a lot in the college dorm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Suncast is uh, giving us some things for Urban Dictionary potentially to consider later. Alabama the beer. Alabama Hot Pocket, snowballing, that's num- and beard. That's, num- that's number 10. <laughs> Ugh. of the of the 10 words trending right now. I kind of want to click on truffle butter to find out why it's trending. I thought you were about to say you wanted to know what it is. Oh, <laughs> ew. Ew. Okay, I found out what truffle butter is. You don't want to know, Naki. <laughs> Are you sure? You don't want to know. know truffle... You yes, don't want to know. I already know yes, what it is. Do. I don't want to... <laughs> I, I can guess what it is. What is it? Uh, truffle butter is when you pull when you pull your dick out of an asshole and continue fucking her pussy, and the tan buttery substance around her pussy is called truffle butter. <laughs> that went a step Gross. further than what I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why did I? I don't. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. You want a yeast infection? That's how you. Get yeah. Right. Infection? That that that's how you get in. That's how you get a, a UTI. Like that's just a bad idea yep. all around. But all right. Anyways, we should probably end this episode before I get gross. <laughs> the day the vagina died. So Episode 207, Urban Dictionary. What the fuck? So Suncast was saying, I like trying to get people to say Alabama Hot Pocket, not knowing what it is. The fact there's a term for something like that. I think yeah. a lot of these things have to be made up. Like, uh, like up. there's no way that some of these things could be real, right? The Alabama oh. Hot Pocket is uh, fairly disgusting. They're all real. Yeah. Oh, no. Anything you can think of doing, two people have gotten together at some point and done it. Yeah. That's what humans are all about. Why would you do an Alabama hot pocket? <laughs> Curiosity. People and, are yeah. curious. Yeah. So it is time for us to start wrapping up before we go down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out what all these words mean on Urban Dictionary. And as Draftsman has pointed out, he mentally checked out a while back. So we should break it off the Urban Dictionary <laughs> when Draftsman doesn't want to know what some of these phrases are because Draftsman has always been very curious about things we talk about to then go and mock us about them, it seems like. Yeah. You know, Draftsman, he's a curious fella. And he's probably done a bunch out. of those. Well, that's not what I was inferring, but... I was not inferring that, but... Uh, I was not inferring Draftsman that at send your, all. send your hate mail to Anthony. That is not what the rest of us are saying. I didn't infer nothing. I said it. Is that just in general hate mail or for what he just said? General. Both. Both. I send all my hate mail to Anthony for, for so he can deal with it for me. So no, you don't. Bring it out. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to close out the show. And as we do that, don't forget you can find us over at atgnpodcast.com. Um, we live stream every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can do all the math for their time zones from there over at geeks.live, channel three of Alpha Geek Radio, and at live.atgnpodcast.com. 
the next live show on Geeks.Live is not the official GunnaGeek.com podcast. We are playing some of the footage from C2E2 as Big Papa has to travel for work. So the next live show is Tuesday at 9 p.m. on Geeks.Live. It is Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., the official Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast of the Gunna Geek Network. So go and check that out. You guys have any final thoughts as we wrap things up? Guilty loves you. Alabama Hot Pocket? I gotta go look up what that is. Alabama Hot Pocket. That's just one to say. Is it anything like a pink sock? Uh, (laughs) I think... I think it's on like that blue note, waffle. Oh. <laughs> on that note, it's probably time to start wrapping the show. We'll be back next week. See you guys then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 